What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here, as always. I'm Tony, with my other half, Austin. Austin, buddy, how are you? Exhausted. This week's been exhausting. Yes, it has. This week has um, this week has sucked. I'll just be honest. Let's hear about it from your perspective. <laughs> what the fuck happened to you this week? Oh, I had three vehicles break down, and they're not salvageable. Yeah, that's gay right there. That would definitely make me want to question life just a little bit. And getting ready for 4th of July week, this 4th of July weekend has been stupid and exhausting. So I've been working nonstop. I'm, I'm like... I've slept a total of probably six hours this whole week. Yeah, screw that. I'm not going to lie, buddy. That's that's a lot of work. You're killing yourself. And then i got to be up and be to work at 6 o'clock tomorrow. You have to be at work at 6? Yep. Homie, why didn't you tell me? We can can we can cancel this. I don't mind. No, we're getting this done. All right, I was gonna say, bro, I don't mind moving. I mean, if you want to, we can move it to tomorrow night. Oh shit. Well, I work until ten o'clock tomorrow, so. Ah, uh, so it doesn't really. Okay, I see what you're saying. Goddamn, bro, six a.m. to ten p.m. Yep. You sure you don't want to just cancel? No, let's get it. We're getting her done. <laughs> All right. I. The people deserve to hear us talk bullshit. This is true. I've actually had people ask me recently, like, hey, where where the fuck are you guys? And I told them, like, dude, it's a mixture of a lot of things. I mean, my schedule got crazy, like hectic, so now I'm hardly around. But I want to get it done because there's a lot of things that we're missing out on. There's a lot of talking we got to do. There's a lot of things we got to mention, man. There's fucking shit. What's the most important thing right now? And uh, affirmative action just got freaking destroyed. It's gone. My dude, I just said not politics, but you know what? That's right. We do got to talk about that. <laughs> we do got to talk about that. So, fucking... no, I'm glad you said something because I saw this meme. It was like a another victory for America. <laughs> I had to look into it, and then there was that, and then something about Biden not being able to have the power to fucking give everyone uh what is that like relief college relief right so another victory for america and most importantly uh roman reigns was pinned for the first time in like three years <laughs> wow someone didn't come in and screw him over screw somebody over oh, no of course not it's so for those, like, let's just get this part out of the way because I want to go back to the politics. But just really quick for all the wrestling fans that like to listen to us, here's the story. If you haven't been paying attention for like years now, Roman's been in charge, right? And he's got all the fucking belts. They made a belt for him because he has, you know, both the heavyweight and the universal. So they combined it. He's the undisputed champion. They made another champion for another wrestler so that we could let Roman have this belt and only wrestle like once a year. <laughs> That's essentially what's going on. But anyway, 
uh, the bloodline is imploding. It has imploded, I should say. Both Jimmy and Jay Uso have turned on Roman. Solo turned on them, so this was called Bloodline Civil War. That was the name of the match. I'm not even joking. Yeah, Jimmy and Jay Uso taking on Roman and Solo. Long match. In my opinion, dude, that was the most boring match on the money in the bank card, but people liked it. To my surprise, Jimmy got the drop, and then Jay pinned him. He fucking pinned him. It was the first time Roman's, like, been pinned by anybody, dude. Like, yeah, for, like, three years. So, you know, that's cool. Like, everyone, the internet's freaking out about it, but my thing is that match was fucking boring. It's a good pay-per-view, though, otherwise. I'm not going to complain. Now, wrestling aside, let's talk about how safe it is for white kids to go to school now. Affirmative action. Yeah. And anybody who's listening to this should go read um, Thomas's um, concurrence. It's fantastic. It's awesome. So that's always fun. You should go and um, everybody should go and read that. Ugh, sorry, I was over here dying. I was going to cut in there for a minute, but I went down the wrong freaking pipe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now um, it's not so tough for Asians and white kids to get in school before black kids or whatever. You know what I mean? But right. people, it's pretty good time for you to go to school again. You now have a chance. <laughs> I'm making too many jokes, dude, because the whole thing... You know as well as I do, affirmative action is like it's a fucking joke. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's and it just it is again is showing how racist and this whole how everybody's reacting. It's just showing again how racist Democrats are because they start screaming, oh, these poor black, stupid black people will never get into college without us lowering standards for them. They're not good enough to do this. Sorry, dude, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna die because you were like, stupid black people. <laughs> but I was like, I can't. Democrats are saying. <laughs> I know. I just couldn't help it. <laughs> that, was, that was priceless. Yeah, it is what it, that's 100% what it is, man. I told you how I feel about how as a Mexican I'm supposed to I'm supposed to trust the white liberal to get me there cuz my voice isn't enough. Which is bullshit. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Had to mute the mic yet again because my fucking I'm just choking tonight on soda. God damn it. He's dying. I am a little bit, dude. Okay, so more in uh, pop culture, you know, the movie news that we always talk. I found something that's like super astonishing to me. I don't know if you've heard about this. Apparently, um, I'll just read the headline. This is uh, from ScreenRant.com. And it just says, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny box office deals huge blow to Harrison Ford's last adventure. Apparently, this movie um, this movie fucking sucks by box office numbers. However, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go watch it. It's gonna have to, like it's one of those things, dude. Where 
I was kind of against it, but now I'm with it. I'm like, yeah, I think I could. I think I could watch it because I just I hated Kingdom of Crystal Skull. It wasn't like that bad. Like in retrospect, people hated the shit out of it. I wasn't one of them. I just didn't like it as much. I was kind of disappointed. So it's cool to see. Like, okay, here's the official last hurrah. But you know, sorry. Go ahead. The thing is, everybody's upset because, like, it's going to do $150 million, which is like, you know, it's okay. It's pretty good. Until you realize that this movie had, like, a $250 million budget. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking aliens and shit. Any uh, marketing or anything like that. So they're going to lose money big time on this. So you know there ain't gonna be no another Indiana Jones for a while, probably like it, another thirty years. That's wait, fucking... uh, Harrison Ford is done. So, well, remember they were gonna. There was talk for the longest time about how they were gonna reboot it or do like a remake, and Chris Pratt would be Indiana Jones. They were talking about it for a while, and I was okay with it because it was Chris Pratt. But I thought about it more and more, and I was like, dude, we really don't need this like these anymore we don't need any more nope. Indiana Jones we're good we're done it's done yeah let it be let it live on let it be a legendary thing that every guy watches because he saw it when he was younger with his father that's what I'm gonna do with my kids so leave it be no more but you know it's just one of those things where in nostalgia and they want to milk that cow do that cash cow if they can get something out of it They'll pull on that cow's tit and just keep fucking sucking it out. They're like, more shit. Yep. More Marvel. More DC. More Alien. They'll suck it until it's all dribbled up and dead. Oh, yeah, dude. They That's all it is about is money. So, fuck the fans. But sometimes the fans kind of work because of that aspect where you can think, okay, there's going to be enough people that will see it. But it's going to blow because we're just doing this for money. So they know it'll work out. It's that what I've been saying. Like, we say you'll like it and what we say goes. So that's what's happening there. But I'm just like, wow, why did it lose so much money already? I wonder what the cause of this bullshit is. It just said that it was. Okay. So I'm looking at it now. Uh, it was projected to land somewhere between like 60 and 80 million, right? But the numbers, updated numbers show it's barely getting 60 million. And that's enough. Oh, wait, hold on. Apparently, another source is saying like 55 million. And again, this, yeah, this is supposed to be, they were, they were hoping for 200 million, according to this stupid thing. I doubt it, though. That seems like a small number. I don't know, but that's from Screen Rant. I wouldn't really trust them. I just know that looking at Screen Rant and some of these other sources, this shit looks really bad. The, I want to um, go see it, though. Budget, the budget for Indiana Jones, including marketing, was $294.7 million. So essentially like $300 million. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. For one movie? Like, you imagine if they did that for, like, fucking a new Spider-Man movie? 
Wouldn't it be like the best thing ever? I think that because it's nostalgia, though, that's probably why they gave it so much money. But I could also be wrong. I could that could be just like generally what a big blockbuster movie is supposed to be like. So that's what the budget they would give it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's kind it, of a it risk. Had a sixty million dollar opening weekend. That <laughs> <It was> bad. <clears throat> On a three hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, and it's in like fifth or what place is it in right now? Hold on. It's not fifth. I don't know why I fucking read fifth. I was just looking at it too. God damn it. I do know that it definitely didn't surpass the flash. <laughs> I wonder how much the flash made. You know what? Hold on. I'm gonna I think we've established that this movie isn't doing so well in the box office. Yeah, this, this is pretty bad. But anyway, <clears throat> um, aside from Indiana Jones and the Afternoon Nap, we're going to look at... Um, yeah, um, right now, Spider-Man is in first. With 19 yeah, this weekend. It's been out for four weeks, and it's still number one. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it surpassed The Flash, too, like, almost immediately. And so, then we have... Number two is that Elemental movie by Pixar. It made $18 million in its second week. Well, that's Pixar for you. They're the money grabbers. Um, then The Flash at three. Made $15 million. <clears throat> No Hard Feelings made $15 million. That blows. No, Guardians of the Galaxy is in its eight week. And it's still top 10. Well, no, that's definitely good, but that sucks about the Flash. <laughs> I Dude, but here's the thing, though. People, they're, we're forgetting one simple thing. We're not factoring in that in today's age, how many people actually go to the movie theater anymore? Damn. I know. So you're... Sorry, go ahead. I was just looking at something, talking to myself. Indiana Jones was in <clears throat> a Jennifer Lawrence romantic comedy. <laughs> I gotta admit, it looks kind of funny. That's gotta be embarrassing. Probably, I, I'd imagine it is. I have a love-hate relationship with Jennifer Lawrence. My thing is just, like, I hate her as a person, but I love her movies. I'll say this, and I'll get my ass kicked for it. I don't care. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is my favorite version of Mystique. Way better than the original. <coughs> Damn it. I don't <clears throat> I don't really have a favorite. Austin's like, I just saw them. That's about it. <laughs> it's like most movies I watch. Like, I, I saw it. <laughs> it was yeah, exactly. Like, I remember watching this one movie and it was long as shit, dude. It was like fucking over three hours. And all I thought was, was like, God damn. I saw it. That's, <laughs> it was too long, if you ask me. 
I haven't seen a good movie though in a while. I was actually watching um Jumanji with the kids today. I forgot how much I fucking love that movie. But you know, watching it, I realized something new. Um something about myself I just learned. I don't like seeing Robin Williams cry. That shit is fucking heartbreaking. I'm like, oh, I'm going to cry too. I can't watch this part. So I turned my head. But another thing I noticed about that movie, when we were kids when we saw it, it was incredible. I was watching it and I was like, bro, this CGI blows. This is bad. This really sucks. <clears throat> Remember, though, it was groundbreaking at the time. Right. But I saw that and I was like, these monkeys look fake. That lion is clearly not a lion. <laughs> the monkeys were cute, though, still. I was like, God, man, naughty ass monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking movie. And then I was like, hey, Olivia, you want to watch the second one? So I put the, the second one on, or a reboot, if you will. The one with The Rock and Jack Black and all them, Kevin Hart. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I, I just remembered, oh, yeah, they made a third one. That I guess didn't do so well, so I think we're just going to leave it at one and two. Matter of fact, we can really just leave it at one. And we never talked about Zathra. Did you ever watch that one? They're talking about which one? Zathra? No. So that is a sequel to Jumanji. It exists within the universe of Jumanji. It was written as a sequel by the author that wrote the first Jumanji book. It's basically like... It's really not a sequel. It just it exists in the same world as Jumanji. So basically, it's about a you know group of kids. They find a board game called Zathra. It's a space adventure game or whatever. So basically, what happens is when they're playing it, it the game itself just takes their fucking house and shoots it all the way up into the solar system, and they got to play the game to the end. Basically, survive every incident that happens. Basically, Jumanji, just space. So they made that into a movie too. With a Dax Shepard. And it's it's okay. You know, like the problem with it for me was I saw it when I was like fifteen, because that's when it came out. So or maybe I was a little younger than that, but I remember seeing it and I was like, Yeah, I'm too old for this because I wouldn't have given a fuck. But that's technically a Jumanji movie. I like it. I will say I do like it. Probably a little more than the Jumanji reboot they did. But in other words, we'll just or Long story shorter, we'll we'll keep it at Jumanji's the best one. Robin Williams, obviously. All I know, they should remake that now. Now, like not Jumanji, that other one, that sequel you're talking about. I think that'd be fun to do now, and they got better. Now they have better um, CGI and all that stuff. No, I agree. They really should. I mean, even if they decided to reboot it too, like they did with Jumanji, have Dak Shepard come back. Like he was a key role in the first one. It would totally work. He's not that old. That movie yeah. Zathra came out in like oh six or oh seven or some shit. That's so, I mean, makes me bad. We're upset about them remaking a bunch of movies. It's because they're not remaking the movies they spoke they need to be making. Yeah, I know. It's always shit you really don't want. Like I heard a rumor that they're remaking Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, see, I, why? Why? Yeah, I lost my fucking mind. And then what? I thought about it. Go ahead. What? How? Why does that movie benefit from a reboot? 
supposedly because they're going to make it more modern. It's going to be more PC. So it's going to be woke. Long story short. What we need is a reboot of... I know they're doing this weirdo stuff with Jurassic Park recently. Yeah. I want a remake of the first Jurassic Park, but make it more scary, like the book. Yeah, like the if they like, would have followed the book, it would have been rated R. Get me a Sam Raimi style um, Jurassic Park. That's what I want. Well, see, I was thinking this. Because the whole Ferris Bueller thing, I was talking with someone at work about it, and he was like, dude, that sucks. It would suck, too, if they did a reboot of it, because then if they rebooted it, it would be, like, in the future, and it's about his kid ditching school. And I was like, yeah, that's stupid. If I was going to do a Ferris Bueller movie, it wouldn't be a remake, dude. It would legit be a sequel, and it wouldn't have anything about passing the torch. It would literally be about how Ferris Bueller, again, played by Matthew Broderick, obviously, is now a 50-, 60-year-old man. Who decides to play hooky and not go to work? Same film, different idea. <laughs> Same story, different approach. That I would like to see. If they ever did something with Ferris Bueller, like just do a fucking sequel, straightforward. Fuck the kids. Now, a remake that we definitely need, like no bullshit at this point, we need a fucking remake of Under Siege. Like, no one likes Steven Seagal. I do. I, I love his movies, even though he's bullshit. But, but in a time where action films are starting to thrive, fucking remake that. Like, it's not going to hurt the original movie. Yeah, it did good, but, like, does anyone really like it? I do. Again, I like Steven Seagal, but, like, does in the general population, did anyone really like that movie? It'd be perfect to fucking remake it. Give Battlestar Galactica another try. Yes, dude. I fucking love that movie but keep john keep john keep john um holy smoke i just had a stroke <laughs> a stroke i kept trying to say john travolta but it would not come out <laughs> a stroke. <laughs> i was reading this like transcript that was from biden's like most recent speech and i was like god dude I nearly had a fucking stroke trying to read this. I was so confused. No. Dude, today oh he was God. talking about um, today he's talking about that the ruling we were talking about, and he goes, "The Constitution says we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal." <laughs> See, that's what I was talking about. That would have like, thrown me you, off. Are you a moron? You're the president of the United <laughs> States. You don't know the difference between the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> right, dude. That guy's gone. He's lost. There, that dude is in Sumanji. There's a video of him doing an interview. And the, and the interview is live. It's live and the interview ends. He goes to walk out of the interview. And you remember yeah. that um, Simpsons meme when the grandpa like walks in, puts his hat on the um, cap, turns around, takes his hat off the thing, puts on his head, and walks out the door. Yeah, he literally does that. He walks in the in the room, out of the room, turns around, <laughs> walks back in the room, turns around, and walks back out of the room. 
<laughs> the Simpsons were like, this is coming. <laughs> Fucking, oh my god. Dude, here's something. How many times do have to teach you this lesson, old man? Dude, no shit. Here, so, hey, did you hear about, um, fucking what Matt Stone and Trey Parker did with uh, Casa Bonita? What, about the waiters now getting paid hourly? (laughs) Yeah, and they're going to make 30, but a lot of people are pissed, and I'm like, dude, I don't even make 30. I mean, I kind of do. Like, I'm right there, but I'm salary, (laughs) so it's a little different, but I'm like, dude, that's a lot of fucking money. Most no waitresses are pissed about it. Well, yeah. But the thing is, is people just don't tip these days, dude. They really don't. So raise the wage. And they did. So now you can't tip. So yeah, now, now it's just 30 bucks an hour. So now your service is going to suck. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Let's be honest. They know they're not, they're not going to fucking take it seriously. There's no incentive to do a good job now. There's like, here's your food. Just throw it at you. Goodbye. Here's your enchiladas, you fucking fat ass. (laughs) Dude, I how long until they decide to change it. You put your goddamn flag up again? How about you stop being fat? How Jenny Craig called. She wants to speak to you. Oh, yeah, you know that eventually they're going to probably rethink it, though. We'll see how the first year goes. I'm waiting for a few months before I actually go because there's, like, thousands of people. I'm not dealing with that freaking crowd. Hell no. Right, I'm going to wait at least, like, three months, dude. I'm not even kidding. Dude, my grandma decided to go to the store without asking me. Ed bought freaking laundry detergent, and it smells horrible. She's like, here, I got cucumber melon scent. (laughs) You ever been to like a retirement home? Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, you walk, you know, you walk at your retirement home, you walk by that one room, and you can tell that lady's not left that room in six and a half years. Oh, God. Yeah, dude, that's disgusting. Where'd she go for that? I don't know. I guess probably Granny's R Us. I don't know. Are us. She's like, I found the knockoff of Hobby Lobby. They Dude, sell this so, shit. It is so bad. I'm sitting here. Uh, I wash my clothes and I'm walking around doing like, what is that smell? It's horrible. Oh, yeah. You know, you're like sick to your stomach. Like, I smell like grandma. Yeah, I'm walking around the house sniffing like. Something smells bad around here. Looking, smelling, walking all over the place. And finally, I like smell like, she's like, motherfucker, it's me. I smell like crap. <laughs> He's like, I smell like a retirement home. What the fuck? <laughs> so I had to go to Walmart, get some stuff that actually smells like a, like. Laundry detergent. <laughs> I've never, I've never had something that made, made the, um. Made you smell like you didn't wash your clothes. Yeah, it smells like moldy. Yeah, it's the first laundry detergent I've ever had. It was like, no, we want people to think you didn't wash your clothes. (laughs) My favorite, dude. If you ever sneak into a like a homeless shelter, you can use this, and they'll be like, oh, he hasn't washed his clothes in six months. 
<laughs> it's like you want to really avoid people here you go dude fucking my favorite is dollar tree the fucking not name brand but dollar tree brand it's all lavender and <laughs> and then it's like okay cool and you get it dude and it literally just smells like fucking hand soap that's the best way to describe yeah. it dude this is called tide simply all in one refreshing breeze it doesn't smell like a refreshing breeze it's like tide it's been in the room for a while that's the breeze like who brought, <laughs> maybe Go ahead. air conditioner and a freaking um homeless person's encampment <laughs> but yeah dude the fucking the dollar tree one people are like how is it does it work i'm like yeah i mean it cleans your clothes it smells like soap and i'm like what do you mean i'm like dude literally just smells like fucking soap it smells like boxed detergent all right just smells like foam and soap. Doesn't really smell like anything special. That's why what I like. I, Go ahead. What I want is a damn regular. Like what I want is a um, laundry detergent that is not bleach but smells like bleach. <laughs> what the fuck? I love the smell of bleach. If I could wash my like. Oh God. I got wash all my bedding and bleach. I would just lay in bed like. Ah. I don't really know how to describe the smell of jizz, but I've been told by many, and I would agree. It smells like bleach. No, <laughs> no, not even remotely. <laughs> He's like, I've sniffed my hand, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, not even close. I've just, I've. Uh oh, did we lose him? Did we lose? So, um, what was the last thing you heard me say? We had a malfunction here. Um, I don't remember. Either. <laughs> I legit don't remember. That's fine. Oh, you said I. You said that. Um, we we're talking about how whether or not um, semen smells like bleach. <laughs> Smells like bleach. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. That's exactly where the laptop. Dude, like, I hated bleach as a kid, though, because my mom used it on fucking everything. That's why I was so like, yep, I hate it. I don't want nothing to do with it. Dude, I you think were... that might be a medical condition you have. <laughs> He's like, something is definitely wrong with you, bro. <laughs> fucking, um... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Do you remember as a kid, like, seeing your parents with shit like Old Spice and, or, like, even stuff with, like, Irish Spring? And at the time, it was actually expensive to get that stuff. Austin's like, I can't recall a time. Dude, fucking, it was, uh, it was pricey. We'll just put it that way. What's the most you've ever spent on fucking, uh, deodorant. Say that again. I was just asking, dude. Like, what's the most you've ever spent on deodorant? Oh, did I spend like? You should spend like ten bucks for a two pack. Jesus, my ghetto dude. I go to the Dollar Tree and I get like Irish Spring scented Power Stick, the white kind, because it's the only one that works. But it literally just smells like fucking soap, <laughs> and it just. 
Irish Spring, that old soap smell. No, I like I um I really like it's called Bear um Old Spice Bear Glove. I do love Bear Glove, but my favorite's that Kraken Guard or whatever the fuck it's called. Right. I love those, man. Those are so good. I love Old Spice, dude. Like I typically don't buy them. I'll buy them like once every couple months, but I always buy the ghetto shit from the Dollar Tree because it's just cheaper. This legit says if your if your semen smells like bleach or ammonia, it means you have a um, unusually high pH. The fuck? So you gotta get checked out like now. The bacteria and other germs can cause this. Oh, okay. So like if you're unhealthy, basically. Yeah, it says, it says you should see a doctor. This <laughs> is a medical disease, yeah. Bro, for years, that's normal. Tony's out here, uh, freaking blasted Clorox. Like, oh no, here comes the pneumonia. Fucking. <laughs> this could be caused. By foods or supplements that claim to improve semen smell and quality. What the fuck? I'm not even trying any of that. I've never even tried dick pills. Um, by um, by smoking or using recreational drugs or not getting enough exercise. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can check all those off. So I guess I'd be a doctor. Said um, ways to promote healthy semen: eat healthy, balanced diet, avoid smoking, moderate yeah. alcohol use, and get plenty of exercise. God damn it! All the things I hate, I'm gonna have to fucking step my game up. <laughs> like, I'm too young to be this old. <laughs> like, no wonder I'm always like, oh no, that makes sense though, dude. Because when I was younger. When I was like 19, I actually got my first hemorrhoid and I was terrified, dude. It felt like a man period. And I was so scared. And I went to the doctors and they're like, you need fiber. So we we'll get some fiber foods, you know, we'll get fiber powder. And I did. And it started getting me into eating more healthy. I was eating like more salads, a lot of plant-based, like just regular fucking food that you're supposed to eat. I barely had carbs and all I can say is when I was done with my business, dude, my shit was beautiful. So that, that makes sense because I'm not impressed right now. Boston's <laughs> like, the fuck? 911, I'd like to report a crime. <laughs> Some horrible shit's going down. You need to hear this. Someone put him on the registry. He's fucking these kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. You know what we missed uh, yesterday? I just, because this week was crazy, we missed that local podcast meetup, that event that was going to be at a fucking brewery downtown. Right. And I was all excited for like, this could help us, you know, like kind of branch us out there and blah, blah, blah. But I remembered Friday morning, I was at work right after I had all this shit with fucked up tire. Oh my God. Anyway, after having a panic attack a couple times on the way in, I was sitting there and my phone goes off because I'm trying to use my calendar more. Because with my job, I just kind of have to do important shit. But anyway, my calendar comes up and it's like local podcast meetup at the Great Divide Brewery. And I was like, fuck, that's tonight? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I had another ticket too for a friend that wanted to come with. My buddy Luis wanted to come hang out with us, and I was like, "Shit!" And he was like, "Hey, tell me about a week in advance." <laughs> and so I was like, "Hey, dude, um, that was tonight, and I'm not going. I'm tired." He's like, "Yeah, but don't you want to like educate yourself?" He said you wanted to find more like tips on how to make your fucking podcast like better or bigger, you know. And uh, I don't know why I just gave a white boy. Luis is very Mexican, but uh, for the sake of the story, he sounds white. But anyway, he tells me all that, and I'm like, um, no, actually, I think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know why I fucking, because I know I don't, and I'm just, we're slowly surviving this one. God damn, I had, a, I had a fucking seizure trying to get that out. But I was kind of mad. I was like, damn it, I can't believe that I got tickets for that, and we didn't even go. But I can't complain, dude, because they were free. Do you see they're making a new... The new um, Lilo and Stitch movie. Cancel it. I don't even want to fucking see it. They released the um, a bunch of casting for it. Oh no! Who's who? People are pissed that because Nani, they cast this girl named Nani, and you, you you take a guess at what they're mad about. The fact that she's not Hawaiian. Oh no, she is. She she's Pacific Islander. What is she like? Skinny. Yeah, she's not thick enough. People are up so upset. Yeah, if you think about it, the cartoon she was a little fat ass kid. Dude, <laughs> dude, not um freaking the girl they got to play Lilo looks perfect, but everybody's mad because this girl's like really thin. Wait, a girl plays Lilo? Yeah, Lilo's a little girl. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, a my bad. monster. Nani's her like sister, adult sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, never mind. Damn it. I was hoping it was going to be fucking J-Lo. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? It's okay, man. It's okay, my little Lilo. <laughs> a fucking a 50-year-old older sister. <laughs> but anyway. But no, people are pissed off because she's not thick enough. It's killing me, dude. She's a cartoon character. Knock it off. <laughs> and her children people are saying oh she got a big enough ass calm Jeez. down it's a cartoon for children she got a big enough ass <laughs> children please stop well, hey what the hell she's not fat enough who's bitching about that who gives a fuck the I'm internet so dude like in this day and age with how everything is so like socially accepted to be fat, you would think that the little girl would be fat as fuck. It's shocking. I mean, you would think they'd be more mad about that shit. Fuck, but nah, dude. She's too skinny. She don't got a big enough ass. I, I was on Reddit arguing people. I was like, it is a children's cartoon, and it's time to stop. Right, like, what the fuck? And, wait, who'd they cast as Stitch? Um, the same guy who voiced Stitch in the cartoon is gonna voice Stitch in this. Good, that's the only way that's gonna work, if you think about it. Yeah, um, they have, um, Zach Galifianakis is gonna voice the big fat alien. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that actually works. That's perfect. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be. It looks like it's gonna be fun. 
I and I think Lilo and Stitch is one of those movies where you can do a remake and it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean it'll be fine. Like the Jungle Book was fun and interesting. We're just dying over here, like <laughs> she doesn't have a big enough ass. I couldn't believe them. I was on there like, why is this better? It is a child's movie. That shit's fucking hilarious. So I did on Reddit. It's like I can't jerk off to this. Yeah, <laughs> that's so gross. Or like, okay, so I understood why people were mad about the Little Black Mermaid. However, the funniest thing was the fact that they started picking her apart, and they were like, her fucking eyes are too far apart. (laughs) I was like, dude, it's a human being. That's so shitty. Still funny as fuck though. Her fucking eyes are too far apart. I was yeah, dying. That guy sent a six dollar fifty, the sixty two dollar Uber ride from her left eye to her right eye. Yeah, <laughs> those are funny as fuck. I just felt bad. I was like, "That's so shitty," but at the same time, I understood why people were mad. So I was like, "Dude, I understand it's a cartoon and all that, but like, she was white. Quit fucking, quit ruining everything just because you want to make it all fucking PC." However, though, the fucking eyebrow, I was like, man, that's fucked up. She's reading these, probably. Getting all upset and shit. She's all trying to push them together. Uh, she's losing it. Like, I need thick eyebrows. Mm-hmm. $60. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's some celebrities, too, that just look fucking ugly, dude. You're like, you wonder how they got there. Like Amy Schumer. <laughs> Right, it's like, how is she making money? She, he's not funny. She's not funny. She, Cartman did an impression best of female comics on an episode of South Park. When he's like, yeah, you talk about how you're really funny and just rub your vagina and go, oh, my vagina a lot. <laughs> I'm like, yep, Amy Schumer. She's gross. And then there's, like, I never thought that Sarah Silverman was funny either. I don't. I don't understand the hype. The I have are... never watched a female comedian that made me actually laugh out loud. Who? No, um, no, that girl who did the, you know, the girl who went to, who talked about when she went to the salon. That one bit has made me laugh. Oh yeah, Angela Johnson. I took Chanel to see her last year. Yeah, she's funny. She is. She's very funny. I think she might be the only female comedian I've ever watched and actually laughed at. Well, uh, what's her name? Lisa Lampanelli used to make me laugh. Um, yeah, no, dude, I really don't find female comics that, that funny at all. I know how sexist that sounds, but they're just, they don't make me laugh as much. I think the one that, you know, like made me laugh out loud, like, ha <laughs> losing my shit, was a, an Asian lady named Ali Wong. She was doing a bit about like feminism, and she's like, "Dude, I like being a stay-at-home mom. I like laying down, but I'm so sick of these women. They're over here like it's time to stand up." And she's like, "No, I want to sit down." <laughs> like I was losing it, dude. But I've never really come across a female comic that made me like do more than go, <laughs> you know, like right. I, I need to fucking. I want my face to hurt from laughing so hard. That's what I get from, like, Dave Chappelle. 
Dave Chappelle is a fucking god, man. He is funny as hell. Dude, freaking John Mulaney, dude. We were listening to our drive to Nebraska yesterday. Is that the dude that thinks he's autistic? I don't know if he thinks that. Okay, well, anyway, I know who you're talking about. But, dude, he's so freaking funny. He was talking about how the he was he was doing research on something, and he kind of just just stumbled in the fact that gazebos were invented in like eighteen thirty something. He goes, "That's in the middle of the Civil War." That's in the middle. <laughs> he said, "So he said, I want to know what that town was thinking." We they're having a meeting about like the Confederacies coming up, or whatever, and I have to be careful. And he said, "But but before we get to talking to that, old Jimbo's got an idea." And he came to the front room. He goes, "How would you guys like to be in and outside of doors at the same time?" Outside <laughs> <laughs> of. <laughs> it freaking killed me. So our, he goes, that is the middle of the Civil War. Someone did not have their priorities straight. That's fucking funny. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I'm not really a John Mulaney fan, but that is pretty fucking funny. I do remember watching one of his specials, though, where he was... Or no, maybe it was like an SNL skit. It's it's the meme they turned into... Um, well, it's the scene that got turned into a meme where he's by the grave and he's doing the fucking peace sign to... <laughs> I remember seeing the bit for that. That's funny. God, you know who I don't think is really that funny? Who's that? Jim Gaffigan. He's like he's funny, but he's not. He's not Jim Gaffigan is fun. Is Jim Gaffigan's really funny? His voice just drives me nuts, dude. That's what Jim it is. Gaffigan was really funny until about 2015. Jesus. <laughs> I don't really care for um, what's his name either. He's got a, he's got he always has his shirt off. I don't think he's that funny. Oh, Brett Kreischer, like Brett I've Kreischer is. I don't like Brett Kreischer's stand up. Brett Kreischer's podcast with Tom Segura is, I mean, I die on a regular basis. I've never heard it, but I do love Tom Segura. He's got a new special that comes out on Monday. And I'm, yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch it, dude. I love Tom Segura. Tom Segura's great. I loved his fucking his bit about, um, <laughs> fucking animals when he was like, monkeys are evil because they fucking they shit in their hand and they laugh like maniacally. He's like hippos are like <laughs> a good one. That <laughs> 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 shit was funny, dude. No, but um. I think the best comedian right now, though, has got to be Theo Vaughn. He's just a ridiculous human being. Never heard of him. i got to be honest. I've never heard of him. You've never heard of Theo Vaughn? Oh, the, the country dude. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. With the Dude, he is so funny, and it is ridiculous. I don't know how his brain works, but he's pretty he just... funny. He's talking about like he's talking one day on his thing. He's like, "Oh man, when you got a dog, when a dog comes up to you, and you give him a little pet, he stays right there." I'm telling you, when a dog comes and stays right next to you, makes you so makes me so excited. I could kick a fat kid in Kmart. <laughs> I just <laughs> cried. 
the old Vaughn is just insane. He goes and has a he has a pod. He goes to a, some other group's podcast. Is two um, English people, and he goes sit down. They go, "We're here with American." Um, Theo Bond, and he's ta- and he's and he's already ready to start taking the piss out of us. And he and Theo Bond laughs and goes, "You guys have, you guys have well, um, you know, we in America here in America we call it autism, and they just they don't know how to respond to that, and they just sit there and like awkwardly laugh, and he's crying, he's laughing so hard. <laughs> autism, what are you doing? I know. I I like him. He's funny, but to me, man, like, like right now, in my opinion, I think the the best comedian right now is um Anthony Jesselnick. He's pretty fucking funny. He's so controversial. But the weirdest thing, dude, is, um, like it's hard to answer that question of who's the greatest comedian of all time. Like who's the king? And I I really think that it's a cross. For me, it's a tie between uh, Sam Kennison and fucking Dave Chappelle. I don't know. It's, man. George, it's it's George Carlin. You think George Carlin? He was fucking awesome too. God, dude, even Eddie Murphy was fucking cool. Eddie Murphy was hilarious. No, but I think the greatest bit of all time is. Hold on, I gotta pull it up. Um, it's yeah, Sam. It. It's goddamn um Sam Sam Kinison, and he's got that bit about starving children in Africa. Have you oh, seen my- that? Yeah, I have, dude. Oh my god. It's the greatest bit of all time. And he goes, We wouldn't have to send this food if they move where the food is. He's like, Don't send him another bite, folks. Send him a U-Haul truck. He said, You see this? This is this is sand. And in a hundred years, you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be sand. <laughs> he just loses his shit. And it's so good. It's so funny. 95% of the time. Like 95% of the time, those, um, when comedians just scream into the microphone, it's not funny. It's annoying as hell. It's not good. Yeah, I know. That shit does annoy me. This bit is so good because, like, the screaming is worth it. He's right to be upset. And it emphasizes the joke so perfectly. You know, that was my favorite bit of all time. I don't know if I have a favorite bit of all time. I I really got to think about that. You know who, like, so I, I've, named who I, I've named who I think is the best comedian today. I've named who I believe is the greatest comedian of all time, but I haven't listed my favorite. My, like, all-time favorite personal number one favorite is Dan Cook. A lot of people hated him for the longest time. Oh, yeah. And now he's back. But dude, fucking, I love Dan Cook. I've always loved Dan Cook since day fucking one, dude. I remember listening to his shit when I was in elementary school. Like Dan Cook is my favorite. But you know, I I liked fucking, I liked the blue collar and shit like that. And I loved Ron White, but dude, I didn't like Larry the Cable Guy at all. No, I never really liked Larry the Cable Guy. It felt like it was just. I don't find like super lewd comedy. It's just lewd to be lewd. Right. And like I had a hard time like, with Jim Foxworthy too. No, Jim Foxworthy's funny as hell. The oh, problem wait, no, with Larry the, cable, um, the um, Larry the Cable guy's 
got that. His biggest joke is like when he went on the plane and his freaking, he saw that lady that was ugly and his balls went up into it. He's like, oh, my balls went up my, my chest and they sprinkled up. It's like, people are laughing. I'm just like, I, I don't care. It's not funny. No, I got it mixed up. I meant I had a hard time with Bill Ingvall because his was just like way too fucking redneck, dude. Like annoying. No. No, Bill Ang. I think Bill Ingvall is the best com- comedian comedian on the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. I don't know. For me, it's Ron White, but I do. I did like um, Fox. Really. I don't know why I had a fucking time with him, dude. When Bill Ingvall gets up there and starts talking about how he and his friends went to go to go whale watching, and he's like, "Oh, we just need to leave the animals alone." He said, "This scientists were out there in the desert, and they found a fish, and it had a big old lower jaw." Or a big old upper jaw had massive underbites. So it's walk around, and it's like they're trying to figure out what that was for mating. Or I was like, maybe it wasn't for anything. Maybe he was just a dork fish. He, he said, but then he starts laughing. He goes, you would never want to catch one of those though. You'd be out on your boat and you'd reel that thing in, and they'd be like, hey, what you catch? Nothing. You go to try to stick it back in the water. That thing would stick its head out the cooler. I'm just a dork fish. Caught me on a corn dog. Kills me every time. Or when he's talking, he's talking about, I I mean, me and my buddy on the food truck, quote, he caught me on a corn dog on a semi-daily basis. We do that at work sometimes. We'll, like, quote movies and shit or, like, just just words we heard from somewhere. Like, we'll quote it over and over and over. No, but the, the, the biggest one we do, though, is he'll be on the truck and I'll run up and slam the door. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll be like, he's still in there. He ain't happy. <laughs> we don't quote stand-up specials yet. Right now, we're just at movies. Like our favorite to say all the time. We're we're mixing it up. Like we're doing our own version of it. But the, the quote is from the Big Lebowski when they bust in and they grab him and throw him in the toilet and they dunk his ass in. They're like, "Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the fucking money, shithead?" Like, <laughs> take that though, and we do it. Oh. Hey, dude, I got to go uh, take a phone call from Jeff. He's going to ask us about those fucking reports again. Can you, you know, man the station? Like, yeah, that's fine. And then he'll walk out. I'm like, where's the reports, Lebowski? <laughs> <laughs> like, we do that all the time. Or our other favorite one is um, from Semi Pro. Did you ever see that one with Will Ferrell? Oh, yeah. Our favorite thing to say is E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> Dude. Or uh, anytime I'm working on the truck, he'll run up and throw a wrench at me. He'll be like, hey, you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I love when it's like we're having a bad day. And he's like, well, my boss is walking around like shrugging his shoulders and shit. And I'm all stressed out. I like to look at it like right when I'm coming across and I just yell like, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> it's, from, <laughs> it's from fucking Freddy Goffinger. He's like, I want to make you so proud, daddy. He was proud. proud. He gets in the car, starts it, nearly runs the dude over. And he's like, "Get the fuck out of the way!" <laughs> or the um, what we we always do is he'll tell uh, I'll tell him to do something, and he'll do, and, and he'll do it, but like he'll do it a weird way. And I'll be like, "Dude, me and my me and the other guy will do it. He'll tell me to do something, but I'll do something, but I'll do it in a weird way." He'll go like, "What are you doing?" I said. You told me to do this. He goes, well, hell, I was high when I told you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, 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 Rick,
Yeah, dude, I love that. He's like, you idiot, I was high when I told you that. You can be fourth, you can be fifth. <laughs> dude, I love that fucking movie. It's crazy how they went from Talladega Nights all the way to fucking Watson and Holmes, which was terrible. Fucking right. Uh, but I think the I think the quote from that movie is the most is Lord, please don't let the invisible fire kill my friend. <laughs> Tom Cruise, don't use the magic to the fire off me. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I hop on a truck and like a, something like a mosquito bit me. I smacked it. He goes, "What was that?" I was like, "Mosquitoes." He goes, "God, please don't let the invisible mosquitoes eat my friend." <laughs> I love that shit. Oh fuck! Oh man, unfortunately, we've hit that dead end. But. I mean, I had fun, though, man. I miss doing this, so we got to get back on it. Uh, so there you go. To those of you that have been asking where we're at, we're not dead. We're just busy as fuck. However, if you want to o- occupy your time, you can check out our whole backlog of episodes. That's at thegreatgrouppodcast.com. Again, if you want to, you know, watch every single episode we've ever done, get us a bunch of views, get them fucking rookie numbers up, go to thegreatgrouppodcast.com. I am Tony here with my buddy Austin. Austin, sir, I will see you on the next one. Adios.